In the stress list this morning in studio, we're very happy to have Julie Brown with the Ben Parks and Rec in with us today. And Julie, how are you? I'm great. Good morning. It's good, good morning. to be here. Very nice to see you. Very nice to see you. Summer's here. Lots of stuff happening. People are going into the outdoors, headed into the parks in the town. And, uh, you know, things can happen. And there's some things you want to make people aware of before they go out to recreate in the city parks yeah absolutely i mean summer is here you are correct and there are a lot of people that are enjoying the outdoors and we like that but one of the things that our park stewards um have noticed in the last few months in particular is an increase in alcohol use in the parks and these tend to be larger groups we're also seeing some minors that are coming to consume alcohol in the parks as well as on the river so we're doing what we can just to uh, remind community members that alcohol is not allowed in parks or on the river we do have an ability to get a permit for alcohol consumption in the park um, but that program is to be honest pretty um, infrequently used but it was intended so that if um, a, a small group of of age adults wanted to have a picnic and have um, an alcoholic beverage as a part of that, that there would be a, a permit process available so that they could do that. Unfortunately, the situations that we are running into in the parks are not associated with a, a permitted use of alcohol. These are larger groups and they're coming with, um, you know, a ping pong tables and drinking games and kind of setting up in the parks. And it's just not the family-friendly uh, public space experience that we think everybody in the community should expect to be able to have in our parks. So, you know, we we do have consequences as a part of that. Our, our park steward team so far in June has contacted 45 different individuals or groups uh, who were consuming alcohol and asked them to dump it out, pack it away. Um, you know, we do have the possibility of excluding somebody and not allowing them on any of our park properties for 30 days or even longer. Obviously, there's also citations and fines possible from law enforcement agencies too. So, you know, the fines can be steep and it, it's just something that we're encouraging people to hold off on your alcohol consumption until after you visited the park or after your day on the river um, or skip it all together because it is fun in the summer um, to, to enjoy those activities without alcohol. I'm thinking that you've got a, a large segment of the population, young adult, that are living in apartments, don't have backyards, so they're going to use the parks, and it's just kind of a, the natural thing. Well, yeah, we'll pick up a half case of beer, and we'll all go out there, and we'll just have some fun. But that's not what you know what the parks are for. Correct, and 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 I agree with that. I mean, part of the um, the appeal of being able to go to the park is to have a a backyard area if you don't have one as a as a part of your living situation but that still gets dangerous and it's not a pleasant experience for everyone to turn it into a a party that's getting out of control and that's part of what we are seeing that has grown um, in frequency over the last several years Bend has a reputation for having a culture of consuming alcohol outdoors. There are a lot of places that you can do that. Um, what we are saying with this um, effort right now is that our parks shouldn't be one of them. And do you, uh, uh, 
the park stewards, there's only how many park stewards do you have now? We have five park stewards. Um, they work very hard. On average, they walk five to 10 miles every single day um, through the summer. So they um, cannot be everywhere that they are needed to be, but they do their absolute best to try and educate um, park users on the rules. We also do make use of some contracted security services when we need to. They help us with um, opening and, and locking the gates um, around park hours in particular and then when situations arise and we need to call in some additional support from our law enforcement friends we make use of that too but right. it is a very small park steward team that we have yeah absolutely so the the, the goal here now is just let everybody know here's the situation no alcohol in the parks as a general rule there is a permit process but no alcohol in the parks Yes, that is absolutely what we are hoping that people can can learn and kind of plan for as as they come to the park and, and the river this summer. All right. Juniper Swim Center, extremely popular. Yes. And I'll bet you've been getting a lot of a lot of flack. It's been closed. Well, yes. Yeah. So we had a mechanical failure at the Juniper Swim and Fitness Center indoor pools. So we have two pools that are indoors. And the, we had kind of a perfect storm of situations last weekend that led to um, a mechanical failure and the motors kind of going kaput. And so they needed to be repaired and some new parts purchased and it's very specialized equipment so that has taken that entire process has taken longer than we had hoped that it would the good news is because of the nicer weather right now um, we have been able to for the most part relocate our activities to the outdoor pools that are also at juniper um, as well as we do have the indoor pool at larkspur community center so if folks don't want to be outdoors but still want to be able to get their their aquatic indoor activities luckily we do have those other pools who can um, take those those activities but um, it has been kind of a day-by-day -day situation for the juniper team of trying to work as quickly as possible to be able to get the the parts that we need you know this pool is decades old so some of these pieces um, needed a little bit of extra time to be able to get them we are really hopeful that we will be able to get that repaired and, and back up and running with those indoor pools this week Extremely popular, I understand. Very, very. Yeah, so you've got a lot of people who just, yeah, oh no, but they had to put the brakes on and, and uh, not real, a little disappointed they couldn't get in there. Well, you know, we did have a couple of pretty chilly mornings last week. Um, so our, our swim lesson programs needed to move to the outdoor pool. So there was one day that we decided it was too chilly to do that. We were still cranking the heat up in that outdoor pool, trying to make that as comfortable as possible for, for swimmers. But one morning we decided to just cancel those, those lessons and, um, and be able to kind of put some money back on some those those people's accounts because I don't want to be responsible for having any kids decide that they don't want to learn to swim. We all want kids to learn to swim. Okay, um, and with the so we've got two outdoor pools at Juniper, two indoor pools at Juniper, mm -hmm. and then what's the situation with Larkspur? <clears throat> The Larkspur Pool has um, one large indoor pool, including the Lazy River. And generally, the, the indoor pool at Larkspur Center is a, always a few degrees warmer than the indoor pool at Juniper. So 
you know, for some lap swimmers, some of our water fitness classes that are a little higher intensity, that water temperature can really make a big difference in that experience. So, um, you know, we have made some of those adjustments to the water temperatures and all of the pools while we're dealing with this mechanical situation at, at the indoor pool at Juniper. But hopefully we'll be able to get that all resolved and it'll be back open. Has this heightened the awareness, if you will, or or the, uh, shown the Parks District, hey, maybe we should look at down the road trying to put another pool in somewhere? You know, <laughs> and we just opened the Larkspur Center in just a, a couple of years ago, so that um, additional pool has already been serving us really well, and um, staffing levels have, have continued to kind of inch back to where we're really comfortable with it. We still have some ability, Larkspur Center pool is um, not open on Sundays. So we have a little bit of additional capacity within these two pools before we need to think about adding a third. Okay, well, good to hear. There's still room for growth. Yes. In, in Parks and Rec. So um, camps, swim lessons, busier parks and trails. Uh, basically, we're in that time of year. It's going to be about 80 this week. By the end of the week, we might in, get into the 90s. So Yeah, no, summer is definitely here, and, and our summer camp programs are, are happening all over town you know some of the we have camps everything from a couple of hours to full day camps um, sports camps outdoor camps uh, cougar camp at Shevlin Park is always a really popular one um, my daughter is going to learn to make a music video in a few weeks from now so um, you know our, our camps are um, really popular but I will also say that we still have a little bit of capacity so mm. if um, um, if folks didn't uh, sign up right away when those became available, there's still opportunity. And swim lessons, this is a very popular time of year for us to have a lot of swim lessons. And we even keep finding little um, opportunities within the schedule to maybe add another session. So there are opportunities there to, to get um, family members enrolled in swim lessons if people are looking for that. But generally, all of the, the parks and trails um, are, are busy and, um, you know, we're expecting that it's always, typically, it's very weather dependent and you find, um, you know, opportunities to get outdoors and we're really fortunate to be able to do that. We also have the, the pet parade coming up on July 4th, right. you know, we do our, our pet parade and we, um, we kind of line up at, at uh, 9 a.m. and we're trying um, the same route that we used last year of starting at Harmon Park and going around downtown and ending in Drake Park. So um, I'm keeping my eye on the weather that day because it does look like it might be a little bit toasty in the, in the low 90s. So hopefully we will get our parade all wrapped up before it gets to be too hot that day. But we always want to be um, extra attentive to what the um, surface temperature might be on all of those paws. So as when we're thinking about the warmer temperatures and hydrating for ourselves, we need to be thinking about our four-legged friends too. Do folks need to do anything special to participate in the parade? No, the beauty of it is just show up on the day of and uh, if you want to be uh, festive with some patriotic colors and, and decorations, that's uh, encouraged and we'll have popsicles at the end. <laughs> that's that's a good idea. Popsicles <laughs> at the end. I like that. <laughs> Julie Brown with Ben Parks and Rec here this morning on the KBND Morning News. Julie, great to see you. Good to see you. Thank you so much. We'll look forward to talking to you next month as our summer goes on. Absolutely. <laughs> FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND.